Hi, Kenny. Welcome. I can see you're on the call. I can't see you yet, but welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, Kenny. Let's see. Good looking group here. I like how it's formed. Kyla, how was your your one your call yesterday after the one we did? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we had like 15 people. I only did it like I posted at probably five or four. I only gave people like a two hour warning. Uh-huh. Um, but it was cool. Yeah, there were like 15 of us and just kind of opened it up for people to talk about their experience this past week and yeah. And ask if um, anyone needed any support at this time. So, uh -huh. cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, well, this is. Um, <clears throat> I've been I've been hosting gatherings at my house for about twenty five years, and um, where uh, I have a weekly gathering and, and people come and and. Um, it's just been a really big part of, of my life, uh, hosting these gatherings and uh, bringing people together and, and connecting and um, getting real with each other. Uh, and um, I'm, I'm hoping we can keep that, that same uh, spirit going here. And I, I don't see any reason why we, we couldn't. So, um, I'm imagining we're all sitting in my living room. And, uh, you know, one, one of the things that is really neat when we come together is, particularly the gatherings that, that I like to, to, to lead, is that they're, they're not so content heavy. They're contact heavy. They're, they're connecting with people. And uh, I'm hoping we can... Um, keep that spirit alive here in our time together. So um, uh, a lot of times uh, when we come together, we'd imagine we're sit we sit in a circle and each of us gets to uh, kind of check in and see where, where we're at and what's alive for us and um, maybe what we're up against or uh, insights or, or what's waking up within us what's what's waking up within us so um that's kind of a little bit of a background or, or flavor or intention around this evening and um it's it's um it's strange you'd think i've been doing these gatherings for 25 years i'd feel uh, a sense of ease but as this is a little different format here, I, I have a little bit of butterflies uh, with the technology and um, kind of the, uh, the newness. And um, I'm uh, familiar with the technology, you know, but uh, by no means am I an expert. So if you just kind of bear with me and uh, we can have a nice time together. So, um, so I thought I'd say that. Um, I'd love to hear from you guys in terms of where you're at and kind of kind of what's going on for you. Um, so I don't make any assumptions about what to talk about tonight. And um, um, you know, one of the things that I've been very engaged with is what's underneath the human dimension, 
and um, the importance of of understanding moods and understanding states of mind and in some ways how to navigate that how to navigate that and uh, I, I was just um, I was listening to something uh, one of my mentors put out uh, this evening and uh, he was talking about really how to navigate uncertainty and change so I thought it might um, speak to that a little bit at some point but um, like I said I don't want to make any assumptions and uh, I'd love to hear from you guys now um, just a little bit of um, housekeeping here it occurred to me there's a couple ways to view this so people who haven't been on this before up in the right hand corner if you're on a desktop you can put it on speaker view or you can put it on uh, gallery okay and um, if it's on speaker view, you I think the audio. Hello? Hi? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? That's better. Okay, okay. Now so, we can. Okay. Now we can. Oh, wow, wow. Okay, so sometimes, um, you know, the technology glitches, but let me, let me try that again. So speaker, can you still hear me or no? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. So something happened there. Sometimes it's a little glitchy. Um, but if you toggle that, you can have the speaker and then you'll have a list of the people on the side. You can minimize that if you want, or you can put it on gallery. And if you have it on gallery, you can kind of get a, a look of everyone like you're sitting in the living room. So that's kind of how I have mine set up right now is kind of a gallery mode. And I can see everybody, everybody that's here. Of course, if there was, um, four more people, uh, I wouldn't be able to see everyone, or maybe it would compress, or at a certain point it creates another screen. So, um, so that's just a little of the, um, of the uh, housekeeping part. And then also on your screen, you can mute yourself. So if you, you have a dog coming in or barking or something going on, you can always mute yourself. In fact, uh, probably a good idea to, to mute yourself and then unmute yourself. Uh, to keep the uh, background noise um, to a minimum. Um, and then um, at the bottom of the screen, if you look at, there's a, per, there's a, a chat box. And if, uh, if I'm talking or something, or if you wanted to message, you could just click the chat box and say hi. So that's what I did. I just clicked, clicked the chat box and I said hi. And, um, so if you have a question or something, you could put it there. If you, um, uh, you could even, um, you can even communicate with each other directly. So if you bring up the chat box, it'll typically say everyone. If you click the everyone, it'll drop down. It'll show you everybody in the room and you could actually private message between the two of you, uh, um, if you wanted to. So, um, just giving you a little bit of uh, background there. Um, <clears throat> the other thing, <laughs> Hi, Phil, you did it. <laughs> Good job. Not too old yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then let's see what else, what else, what else. Um, and then the other thing that I'm, that I'm hoping to do at some point tonight is do breakouts. Okay, so a breakout will be um, you and one other person, and we'll have an opportunity to um, do a, a practice. And, um, and that's an opportunity to... Uh, 
Uh, I, I can talk more about that uh, before we do that. But um, anyways, I want to I welcome all of you, and I, I'm very excited to, to be with you here, and um, really happy to see and, and appreciate you guys uh, making it tonight. So um, who, who would like to, to kind of open up and, and uh, introduce yourself and um, maybe let everybody know how we met and, and, and what's, uh, what's alive for you or what, what's going on? Um, you are the group. You are you are the event tonight. So um, I'd love to hear from you guys. Who would like to go first? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Steffi, you go, and then we'll and then Phil. Great. Hi. Yeah. Hi. I'm Steffi. And the only I want to just um, say the only reason why I'm not having my video on right now is because I'm eating one of the most delicious things that I just made. I mean, I don't want to eat in front of you, because um, you'll be hungry then. Um, Greg and I met, I think, two weeks ago at your house at this event, basically, uh, through Kyla, who brought us together. And I think I said it to you when we were together two weeks ago. What has drawn me to Greg was the energy or the presence that I felt when he was around. And that was intriguing. Um, and what's present for me right now is hmm, the balance for me personally, because I have worked mostly virtually for the last few years. Um, the way I'm best connected with my family who is in Germany or friends that are in Germany is virtually. So, um, I see there's excitement and some people right now, oh yeah, let's all connect virtually. This is awesome. And let's do this and this. And I'm like, I'm actually done being virtual, but <laughs> of course I'm doing it um, because of all the safety reasons and responsibility that I want to take in the time of uncertainty and unknown. Um, so that's like on the surface and on the deeper levels, I feel super calm and I feel actually very appreciative of the, I call it resilience practices that have um, become kind of my DNA and, and that help me right now really to take this whole situation with calmness and rather curiosity. Yeah. Mm, great. Great. Well, thank you so much and enjoy your, uh, your delicious meal there. And uh, I look forward to uh, you continuing with the participation. Uh, Phil, you wanted to, uh, go. Hi, my name is Phil. Um, I live in San Diego, and um, I don't know if you can hear me. Yeah, I got some kind of an earphone on. Uh, it's also a mic. Uh, I met Greg. I don't know. God, mm -hmm. one, two, three, four, five, seven years ago. Greg. Yeah. Six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how we met. We had a couple of uh, retreats at my place uh, after that, or maybe one or two. Mm -hmm. And then we stayed in touch over the years, on and off, mm -hmm. off because of me, mostly. <laughs> uh, more recently, because I've been traveling both for work and fun. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to stop now or has stopped mm -hmm. uh, because of the circumstances. But I've been uh, meaning to get back in touch with Greg for a few weeks. I was in Chile and Argentina thinking about Greg. Uh, weird. Mm -hmm. 
and we connect reconnected yesterday and well, I'm back on this today so I must I must have liked something about it yesterday um, now everything's uh, everything's good in life um, and everything's working as it should I enjoy these sessions um, uh, they're not only fun but the fun lasts for a few days afterwards which I can't say about a movie or anything else I do so uh, it's it's wonderful and i appreciate everything uh you do greg because uh, i know there's a certain amount of work involved in putting all this together getting everybody together so kudos to you um much appreciated awesome great well it's good to see you two nights in a row so uh yeah we'll, we'll probably do a ditto on what we did last night at some point here so uh we'll, we'll uh, jump into that thank you phil thank you Mm -hmm. uh, who would like to share next? Just uh, if you if you want to share, just unmute yourself and jump right on in. I'll go. Yeah. <clears throat> Hi everyone, I'm Lauren, and I don't even know. Time is kind of funny. I don't even know when Greg and I met officially, but it's been a number of months and I just keep coming back because why? Because it's really the only thing that has given me such peace in my life and it just continues to grow and grow each and every day. And it's kind of funny cuz like I used to do a lot of rituals and practices and felt like I needed those in order to feel good. And now I feel like I have like this new understanding that it's, that's not really required for me to be um, having a fulfilling and uh, happy, peaceful life, I guess. So. Mm -hmm. So um, may, there might be some people on the call that um, aren't quite sure, Lauren, what, what you're talking about. What are, you, what are you seeing or understanding that's been helpful to you? Like, what are you seeing or what are you understanding about yourself, life, uh, human beings? What's, what's, what's been helpful to you and what are you seeing? What are you understanding? Um... What I'm seeing is like, they're just like, in terms of what happens in every single moment, I don't know, necessarily know what's going to happen um, next, even while I'm speaking, like there's like a sense of like nervousness, but I kind of like, I just have this, I kind of have this feeling that it's going to be okay, regardless of if I say something and I mess up because, you know, I'm a human and I get to, I get to redeem myself at any point. And, and how's that different? How's that different for you? I guess it's just more, it's just more freeing to know that like, I'm not going to be stuck in a thought or I'm not going to be stuck in a moment in time. I'm not going to be like stuck here forever, I guess. Mm. So when you, when you mean, when you say stuck, you mean stuck in your 
current experience. Yeah. Mm. Just like whatever I'm feeling or whatever I'm thinking, like I know at some point I'm going to find relief or it's not going to be forever. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. Got it. And before what what would happen? (laughs) (laughs) I'd probably lay in bed for like multiple days in a row and just like argue with myself about Mm. how I was, you know, useless or I'm like, why am I not getting up? I'm, I should be doing all of these things or, you know, just being really hard on myself Mm. and just isolating kind of from other people. Got it. Got it. So are you saying that you're, you have a, your understanding that you're talking about, your understanding your the experiences that you're moving through in life and you're not so freaked out by them so yeah you're not like you don't feel so paralyzed you actually um have an understanding of their nature and because of that understanding it, you don't take them as serious as you did before i'm not putting words in your mouth but is that what you're saying lauren yeah mm-hmm. it's definitely like less serious and also just not that things don't matter as much, but I, do, I choose when they matter. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. <laughs> do you, you, you want to maybe introduce your, your mom? Sure. My mama's here on the call for the first time. So she's never met anyone before. And her name is Kim and she lives in Colorado. Oh, nice. Nice. Thanks, Lauren. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> so, uh, welcome. welcome, Kim. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated hearing the introduction so far and um, the ideas of how people are feeling present in their lives. And um, while I don't know you, Greg, I think I know a part of you through my Lauren. And it's something she did with me over our our uh, winter break and she sat across from me and did a prompt and Lauren even though we just did it on the phone I always goof up my little prompt and we just so we gazed in each other's eyes Mm -hmm. and it's something like tell me what I you need to tell me what is it yeah tell me something you think you should tell me Yes. Tell me something you think you should tell me. And I know I should be able to remember it, but mm-hmm. I don't know why it just doesn't flow as easily. And, um, well, we did it for like an hour. There were two parts to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's part of what made me want to join the group tonight was that sense of wanting to listen more deeply to people in my life and through this experience. And, Um, I'm an educator, 30 years in uh, education, um, and I feel that skill is not directly taught, nor is it supported. And that one day with Lauren doing it um, made me want to share it with others and to get better at it. So I decided to join tonight. Good job, Lauren. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, good, good. Well, we'll definitely um, get to connect with each other at a deeper level and we'll um, uh, introduce that practice here. Hopefully I'll be able to manage these breakout sessions uh, (laughs) eloquently like uh, Kyla does. 
All right. Well, welcome, Kim. Really nice Thank to you. have you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Mm -hmm. uh, who? Anybody else? Who's next? Oh, don't be shy. Who would like to go? Hi, everybody. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hey. <laughs> um, first of all, um, I want to introduce Dennis, um, who I've known for uh, 25 years. Um, Dennis is my person that uh, I like to have deep conversations with. Mm -hmm. So this is right up his alley. Um, so hi, Dennis. <laughs> nice. Now, are you guys neighbors or how close? Where, where's where's where are you guys? You guys far from each other? Dennis ran. Um, Dennis ran a youth center mm. um, that he started when he was a youth. <laughs> oh wow! Um, it was an all ages concert venue in Santa Ana, and um, I started volunteering there when I was fourteen. Oh and wow! That's how we met. Mm. Yeah, and he's just does a lot of stuff in the community. Mm. Um, I'll I'll let him introduce himself. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And have you sh have you shared the practice with him, uh, Laura? Laura? We did one initially, like a long time ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Neat. 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 Well, um, I'm planning on doing a couple of them tonight. So uh, hopefully he'll, um, hopefully Dennis, you'll, uh, you'll partake in them. Um, but by the way, if, um, if for some reason we, we're, we're going on and on and on tonight, and, and uh, I don't know how long we're going to meet. So physically, when I meet here at my house, it, we usually start at 7 and, and we uh, hang out till about 9.30. And um, uh, so I, I, I'm in. I'm in no hurry. I have that time set aside. We can use as much of it or as little of it as you guys want. Um, but I'm. I'm in no hurry. Now, if you if you need to leave at some point, um, that little chat box that I showed you earlier, um, if you could just say, "Hey guys, uh, I gotta go," or whatever it is, thank you, or or whatever it is, and just say good night and just uh, you know bow out gracefully. That'd be great. Um, however, if you're in practice with somebody, if we're doing a breakout, obviously wait till we finish that <laughs> before you say goodbye uh, so that your partner uh, isn't left there sitting by themselves. So that, that'd be my only request. <laughs> All right. Um, who else? Uh, Dennis, would you like to follow up with that or, uh, or uh, would you rather wait? Sure. Um, let's see. So, yeah, so I heard quite a bit about this group and the work that you do, Greg, and it seems like it's really been a really empowering, positive motivation for Laura. So I was very interested in seeing what exactly it is. Um, and yeah, you know, I just come here with an open mind just to hear what this is about and, you know, and then just kind of go from there. Um, yeah, I've been involved in, um, music and art world since my teen years and um pretty interesting to see what's happening you know 
at this point. And um, I've been really, I've been reflecting on the idea of solidarity. And I have to say, like, I've been feeling that more and more with this crisis. And it's, to me, I'm just feeling like it is a time, you know, for reflection. And something like this seems to be a very positive, you know, movement in that direction. So, yeah, um, that's great. Well, well, Dennis, um, uh, you, you bring up a good question, a couple of good questions, and I'd like to maybe orient uh, you and, and even um, Lauren's mom, Kim, and help orient a bit. Um, what the, what I'm kind of about these days is, um, hang on just one second here. I'm gonna, that's better. Um, so Dennis, um, these days, um, what, what has really touched my life and has made a huge difference um, is what's under, underneath the human experience. And, um, and it was discovered by a guy named uh, Sidney Banks, and he has uh, kind of brought it to the world in a, in a very simple way, in a very, in a very, very uh, simple way for people to get, get touched by it. And um, how it's impacted me in a lot of ways, and it touches everybody in their own unique way. Kind of, you could say whatever path we're organically or universally on, individually or separately, uh, seeing into the deeper truth of these teachings, if you will, the very simple teachings, a very simple set of guiding principles. But when when someone is touched by them or, or sees something, something occurs for them. It, it's transformative in nature, and it, it will um, allow like a daisy to, to bloom and a rose to bloom and, uh, you know, tulips to bloom. So it's something underneath it a lot that, that is allowing something to come to, to bloom, to blossom, if you will. And, and it's unique. For, for every human being. So someone like yourself that is in the, in the arts and in teaching and of service, um, what's possible and what's on offer is that you, you'd be touched in such a way that you'd have an insight into uh, something that's, that's alive and makes sense to you. Now there might be someone else who's a, a physicist but they would be no less touched and it would, it would uh, provide an uplift of whatever they're on, whatever their the path they're on. And they would, it would, it would make sense to them in their own domain and have them blossom and, and level up if you will. Okay. So it's, it's very, very simple and there's nothing, there's really nothing. I'm not here giving any advice. <laughs> I'm not here uh, giving any precepts. I'm not here, there's no dogma at all. All there is is a very simple explanation of how all human experience occurs for people or works for people. And there are these simple set of principles 
that point to something, that point to a deeper truth, that point to the source that you could say explains all human experience, okay? And um, it, again, it is so simple. Um, and, and one of the things early on that I did, Dennis, was I understood him intellectually. I understood this, I had this understanding intellectually myself. And um, I was so intrigued by it, and I knew there was more than just an intellectual understanding of this stuff. But it was really challenging for me because I have such a powerful mind and intellect. But I was, there was something within me, like a, like a moth to a flame, that I was drawn to this, this understanding as we... Well, I, I'm using understanding kind of like a bit of a jargony, and I apologize for that. But like Lauren was explaining, uh, an understanding as to how I explain my experience moment for moment and how helpful that is to me and, and how we all come to that understanding is looking towards these guiding sets of principles and it's not on it's not on me it's not on another but people will see something they'll have an insight they'll be touched and even when they share their insight and even when i've shared my insight sometimes it sounds crazy but there's some there's an energy to it there's a feeling to the insight that when I share it, people, they don't know what the heck I'm talking about because <laughs> it's, not, it's not the content of the insight. There's an energy or feeling underneath the insight. Okay. So that's kind of what we're about. And that's why earlier on, Dennis, I said that, you know, I, I'm really hoping to, to carry the spirit of our live gatherings because it really is more of a feeling. It's more of um, each one of us contributing by relaxing our own intellects and just being with each other in a, in a nice way. And so um, you could say it's a, an operating manual for what it, how to be a human being, a nice human being. That's, that's all we're talking about here. And, and what's fascinating for me and, and what's really helped me is I've been a coach for close to 30 years and uh, I've worked in a lot of different domains. I've helped people in relationship and sexuality and business and in all kinds of different things in spirituality and awakening. And um, there's many people who have been touched by this and they work in prison systems and they work in, 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 in social services or they work like you with kids um, or they work in the prison systems, or they work in corporate America, but they've all been touched by this understanding, and, and it's having a ripple effect in terms of how they're expressing that in the world, okay? Now, for me, what has really helped me is that although I've been a coach in helping people, I've also been a spiritual seeker for a long time. And this understanding has... Um, uh, accelerated my spiritual growth in a way I couldn't even, I could never even have dreamed of. And the things that I'm seeing 
and um, the growth that's occurring is exponential for me. It, it's really remarkable. So for me, that's how it's, it's touched me. It's, it's really accelerated, uh, I would call my spiritual uh, development or my spiritual understanding. And um, what's really cool is um, we never talk about what path to follow. People figure that out on their own. You know, we don't talk about what uh, beer to drink, you know, or what religion or what philosophy, because that's too far down the road. All we're talking about is something that is at the origin, at the source of it all. And then what happens is for people, their, their Christianity is illuminated or their business skills and leadership is illuminated or they study the Kabbalah for years and that's illuminated in a way they hadn't seen it before or Buddhism or Judaism or whatever it is. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating. So again, I just wanted to help orient uh, you, Dennis, and some of the other people about kind of the conversation that we're in. So that's the first part. The, the second part is that for over 15 years, I've been um, working with a um, communicating and relating practice that allows people to self-reflect and accelerate this insightful process, okay, of self-discovery, okay? And, and it's a partnered practice, and that's what will be, it sounds like you've been introduced to it once before, but we'll introduce that again tonight. So what we have in my mind are two things that are extremely simple. We're talking about how all human experience occurs, from the beginning of time till now to the end of time, human experience always occurs the same way. And the deeper we understand these simple set of guiding principles underneath the human experience, the deeper our understanding of this simple um, explanation for where human experience comes from. Any human experience, fear, bliss, anxiety, whatever it is, it has the same um, common denominator, if you will, okay? It's so simple though, many people will disregard it or overlook it, and they'll think something else is required. I did too, okay? But the deeper my understanding, what I have discovered and, and, and come to in terms of my own grounding is that nothing else is required. That's what I've discovered, okay? And if people, the longer people stay in this conversation, it seems like they come up against that too. They discover that for themselves, but it's very simple. And the thing about simplicity is, is human beings and myself included uh, have a tendency to dismiss simplicity. Okay. So, so the, the, the conversation, everything I've talked about is the simplicity of this understanding. The second thing that's really simple is two people coming together in a formal communicating and relating practice, doing communication cycles and self-reflecting. It is very, very simple, yet extremely profound. So you, com you combine these two, and it's like um, uh, accelerated learning on steroids, okay? So it's really beautiful, and this is kind of my, what I've dedicated my life to. So um, I hope that helps uh, Dennis, and I hope that helps 
uh, orient Kim and, and, and for that matter, all of us to revisit kind of where, where I'm at in my vision and, and, and the direction that I'm going uh, in the world. <clears throat> Who else? I can go. Okay. Hey guys, um, I'm Kenny. And I first met <clears throat> Greg three, four years ago through a common friend, uh, Mike Gerstein, who's like in the Tantra community, poly community. Um, I'm here um, because there's like a lot of noise in the world and it creates all these impressions on me, all these thoughts and feelings, and I can see the impact it has on me. Um, and I can feel how it pulls me out of my center. So when I come here, I kind of like feel like I'm landing. I get to practice the principles and I feel more grounded. Um, so yeah, so what I love most about it is, is like exactly what Greg said. It's like really simple. Um, and it's just like, there's like this deep relaxation. I'm just like, ah. And then everything just like makes sense. And I just have the understanding again. And it's so easy to forget. So I just go over and over and practice and remember again, remember again. Um, yeah, and it's great. Mm, great, great. Thank you, welcome. Good to see you, Kenny. Good to see you. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? Looks like... Uh, Maybe Kyla's taking a shower there. She's got her um, her video off, and uh, Ashley, I don't see her. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Kyla's, Kyla's out of the shower. Oh, she looks like she's eating. I'm, All right. I just unmuted you. Oh, there, I'll unmute you again. I've just been eating, trying to respect, uh, like, <laughs> Steffi, not, not show up on my meal. <laughs> uh, Anything, anything you'd like to, to say, Kyla? Um, check in or what's alive sure. for you? Yeah, sure. We're already on me. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I can check in. And I mean, as many of you know, I have known Greg now for about a year. Actually, it's been almost exactly a year since I met him and went through his three day in person and for me, it's been a whole year of um, exploring the, the principles. And at first, I also started to get caught in. This seems too simple. There has to be something else. Let me try a bunch of other things. And um, every time I do that, it takes me out of a nice feeling. <laughs> and uh, I'm just like in awe still of how it's still landing with me every day. And, even in the last week with everything that's been going on, um, you know, I've had, I've had heightened uh, states of anxiety and followed by heightened states of bliss and um, remembering how to come back home to the feeling. So um, yeah, just grateful to know you, Greg, grateful for all these beautiful people on here. I know uh, there's many people on this call that have even uh, reached out to me over the last week that we've all just been kind of in communication during this time and I just feel very connected to you all. I love you all very much. Mm -hmm. Got it. Great. Thanks, Kyla.
Uh, Ashley, I think you're the only one we haven't heard from, but I, no, uh, no peer pressure. If you, if you'd like, we'd love to hear from you. No, it's all good. I apologize if I seem a little, not down, but I've got like a, one of those weird side headaches on my, the right side of my head. So I'm kind of like, so, but my name's Ashley. Uh, I actually met Greg through Kyla, who friended me through a friend on Facebook. And I was at a point, still am, although it's gotten a little bit better, where I was like, just feeling empty, felt like I was at a, like, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I'm here, I want to get to here, how the heck am I going to do this? And I was going through a lot of anxiety and some depression too. Not as bad, it's been gotten better the past couple weeks, but uh, I was like, I've done therapy for so long, I'm not doing therapy again. It just didn't do anything for me, so I thought like, huh. So I saw a bunch of her stuff and I'm like, you know what, let's do it. I just contacted her and said, hey, I want to do coaching. And it's gone from there. She introduced me to Greg and the rest is history. Mm, great. great. Thank you, Ashley. All right. <clears throat> well, uh, did, did I miss anybody? Anybody? I don't, I'm not sure. If I did, I apologize, but I think, I, I think we got everybody covered here. Cool. Um, <clears throat> is there anything you guys like to hear about or, or know about or discuss? Um, um, I, I'd, I'd love to maybe just tee up and, and um, address anything that's alive for you guys before we go into practice. Anybody? Anybody want to hear? my thoughts on uncertainty uncertainty and isolation uncertainty and isolation got it got it okay i was hoping you'd ask that <laughs> um well i think the first thing i'll, I'll start with is that um I don't know anything about uncertainty. How can, how can you know something about uncertainty? You know? Um, like uh, uncertainty to me is, is kind of making peace with not knowing. So um, how would I know anything about uncertainty? <laughs> How would I know anything about not knowing? And so, you know, as I, as I, I sit with that, as I sit with uncertainty and I, as I sit with not knowing, I, I actually have a feeling. I have a feeling that starts to come alive for me. It starts to come forward for me, which is very different than what used to come forward for me when I was in a place of not knowing and a place of uncertainty. And what comes forward now is, is, is love, which is really may sound really strange, but as I, as I drop in or align with uncertainty and as I drop in and align with not knowing, I, I feel a sense of humility. 
I feel a, a sense of pause. I, I have a deeper respect for being part of something larger. I'm humbled. But it, as soon as I start thinking I know something about uncertainty, as soon as I think I start knowing something about not knowing, now I'm, I'm just a philosopher. I'm, I'm, I'm selling a bunch of, bunch of concepts. I'm selling Greg's news. Okay. Which another way to say that is I'm full of shit. Okay. Now, the more I can align with uncertainty, the way it looks to me, the more I can align with uncertainty and the more I can align with not knowing, I, I feel like I fall into something greater and that I'm part of something greater. And I have this sense that that great greater good or that something larger than me has the potential to bring something forward called wisdom for me. That's what it feels like. <clears throat> That's on a good day. <laughs> now on a not so good day, uh, uncertainty and not knowing can get the best of me. It can really get the best of me and I can get all lathered up and uh, I can uh, have my attention pulled out into the world and I can start thinking or ruminating or speculating on things and then <clears throat> what I do really well when I'm in a bad state of not knowing and a bad relationship with uncertainty is my imagination starts to take its course. Okay. So what that means is whatever news is out there, uh, I'll take it in, but I'm taking it in and it's landing on memories. It'll trigger memories. Well, this sounds like this or sounds like that. And it, and it comes in and then it kind of gets in a Petri dish and I start to imagine a future of this thing growing grossly out of proportion. So that's me on a bad day. Okay. I don't know if you all followed that, but on a bad day, I don't like not knowing. And I have a really bad relationship with it. On a, on a bad day, uncertainty seems like hell to me. Okay. And on a bad day, if it's like hell and I'm overwhelmed with not knowing, I do what every human being does when they don't know. Their imagination gets the best of them. And they make shit up. And I make shit up. Okay. And I don't make up stuff that comforts me. <laughs> On a really bad day, I make up shit that scares the shit out of me. 
All right. And um, so, you know, what I've learned with this understanding under the human experience is that I'm a conscious being with choice. And sometimes I'll have a bad relationship with uncertainty and not knowing. And the more I understand the nature of these principles, my relationship with uncertainty, change, and not knowing gets better. That's what my experience is. Okay. So as my relationship with uncertainty and not knowing and change improves, what, what happens is my, my wisdom detector or my truth detector gets better. And what that means is that I have less tolerance for the icky feeling or the icky experience around the unknown and uncertainty. And I kind of get a baseline of what that feels like. And I understand that that's not helpful for me my health, my well-being, others, or the planet. And I realized that. And so in that realization, I realized that I'm going down the wrong path based on a misguided understanding of uncertainty, a misguided understanding of not knowing. See, the only reason I can be in a bad relationship with uncertainty and not knowing is a misunderstanding. Is a misunderstanding. I, I, misunderst I have a misunderstanding. I think I should know. I think there's a thing called certainty. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tremendous misunderstanding. And if I continue to try to live out that misunderstanding, I suffer tremendously. But if I get right with life and I get right with understanding and I get right with change and I get right with not knowing, nobody knows what's in the future. Nobody knows what's going to play out. Why do I think I have a special privilege or should? I don't. So I start to get in alignment with the deeper truth, not knowing, I don't know. And I see it as a good thing. I see that not knowing is the precursor to evolution, to knowing something new, to knowing something fresh, to evolving. And so I delight in not knowing. So I'm in right relationship with not knowing. Uncertainty. There is no certainty. Change. It, everything's always changing. I'm in alignment with change, the impermanent nature of life. Life is uncertain. Change is uh, transitory. It's not permanent. Um, not knowing is the precursor to wisdom and common sense. So I get in alignment with the deeper truth. I get in right relation with these uh, ideas, if you will, or the nature of things. Um, and as I get into a right relation, I, uh, I notice that I have this beautifully designed system 
that helps me know when I'm in right relation. And, and that is I'm in a nice feeling or I'm in a shitty feeling. I'm all angst, I'm all worked up, okay? And so when these, I have these moments of uh, feeling stressed or anxious about life or life, the situation or circumstances in life, I, I, I turn my back on them. I, I realize that I'm a conscious being with choice and I don't have to entertain the thoughts. It doesn't mean I'm ignoring things. It doesn't mean I'm a Pollyanna person. It means that I'm choosing to align and be in right relation with a deeper truth. Okay. So, um, again, as I, I started off the meeting, um, I, I hope you don't get hung up on what I'm saying and that you can feel into what I'm pointing to at a deeper level. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, Anybody have any thoughts or comments or insights or reflections from anything that I just shared? I, Greg? Yeah. I think as uh, human beings, it's, I shouldn't say perhaps natural, we have a natural tendency to want certainty in our life, uh, right from the time we are growing up, right from the time the ego started. And it was perhaps because it provides a sense of safety. So that, that sense of certainty and that feeling that's associated with has been cultured by us all over a lifetime, mm -hmm. however old we are. Yeah. And um, to let go of that and to embrace uncertainty, at least for me, requires practice, has required practice. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're absolutely correct in that when, when I'm in conflict with uncertainty, I'm not in a good place. Yeah. When I embrace it and let things go in everyday life, in whatever happens 10 times a day, it invariably works out better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. And I love what you said about how each of us, you know, we, we've been a bit, had it beaten into us, you know, conditioning, you know, we've been conditioned for certainty. We've been conditioned for knowing. Um, I mean, just, just imagine, let me just, uh, hold on one second here. You know, just imagine being in a classroom as a child and getting called on and saying, okay, uh, Steffi, what's the answer to the question? And, and, and that, you know, that feeling that comes up with going, oh no, do I have the right answer? So it's conditioned in us to, kind of know and to feel 
awkward or shameful or guilty or embarrassed. So yeah, you're exactly right, Phil. We've been conditioned to, to know. And what that conditioning does is it's built up the intellect. And the intellect is the modern day survival mechanism, if you will, in a hopes that I'll never get caught with my pants down and if the teacher picks on me, I'm going to know, metaphorically, all right? But many of us have done that in life, and I know I've done it, and um, I've even been guilty of, you know, I saw this many years ago that I would play really small in life. What I mean by that is I'd find groups of people, you know, like a comfort zone of people where I always knew I knew just about as much as everybody else, maybe a little bit more. But what's that old saying? It says, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> if you're the wisest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You know, that's what I would say. If you're the wisest person in the room, or if you're the smartest person, you're probably in the wrong room. And so what we're doing is we're going in the opposite direction. We're not interested in, in um, knowing from the neck up. That's a different kind of knowledge. What we're interested in is a deeper knowledge. And this, this simple guiding set of principles points us in the direction to access this wisdom that we're all sitting on, that, that we all have equal rights to, it's all the same wisdom. Nobody's, nobody's sitting on a bigger gold mine than the other or whatever it is. We all have access to the same wisdom. The challenge is the average person just doesn't know where to look. Right? So thank you for that, Phil. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Kim? So you started... Um you wove a story and you started it with that not knowing. And you said, when you ask yourself about it, the answer is love, but you didn't tie love throughout it. Or is it that it takes self love or, uh, you know, if, if not knowing the right answer is the motivator is shame or vulnerability, I am motivated to get my intellect because, because the teacher is going to call on me and I want to be prepared. Would the love come in to say, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't have a freaking answer for you, teacher. <laughs> you know? And I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I'm okay to be this person who does not understand X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. where, where, did the love, where does the love fit inside that? story yeah i made up my own answer but i'm asking you <laughs> well um so that's what occurred to me in the moment kim mm -hmm. that's what occurred to me in the moment and you know if i look towards not knowing an uncertainty something else may show up or come forward uh -huh. in the moment so um i was only speaking from what was occurring for me in the moment kim okay and um and that's what happens when when we when we look in a direction something will occur to us and 
when I look in the direction of my mind and knowing from the intellect and the mind, for me, I, I've calibrated that and it feels very tense. I feel very worried. I feel like I need to perform. Like there's a feeling to that. Yeah. But when I, when I drop into like not knowing, not from my intellect, but really aligning with not knowing, it, it, it's, it's more relaxed. Like now it's almost funny, you know? Yeah. How could I anyways? Right. And it, it's more playful. I love how you said you'd like, well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, don't. Like, like I really, I really love that. I love that because that's true. It's like, well, hell, I don't know. It's not so serious, you know? And, and the fact that not knowing is always the precursor to knowing. Mm. Isn't it? Like if, if you already knew, if you know, then it's in the known. Right. And so wisdom and, and fresh ideas and, and common sense generally comes out of, that's what an insight, is, an insight is. And that's what we're after here in this practice and this understanding. We're looking for insights, realizations, and understandings. Okay. And an insight is something you hadn't seen before, okay? Something you hadn't seen before. So if you haven't seen it before, that means you didn't know. One minute you didn't know, the next moment, minute you saw something, that's an insight. That's what we're interested in. That's true knowledge. Does that make sense, Ken? Yeah. It's good. Cool. All right. All right. <sighs> well, um, I wanted to say something. Yeah. Um, when, when you were talking about uncertainty, I was just like reflecting on right before this call. Um, I'm in the wedding industry and everybody's freaking out right now because weddings are canceled. And I got this sort of like group text message from a lot of people in the industry. And the, the theme was, what are we going to do? And what I'm sort of seeing that's kind of common with people is that when there's this air of uncertainty, the first thing that people want to do is something. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because I, I got this message about what are we going to do? And I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, uh, nothing. We're going to do nothing <laughs> because what can you do? You know? So I just put a, a, a simple, you know, refund or reschedule, you know, well, it's, it's okay. Whatever it is, it's okay. Um, but, but it's, it's like, when you think about, uh, like panic buying or, uh, just, just in general, like this idea, like, what are we going to do? Like, what are we going to do about it? And it just seems like that sort of, when there's a, like an air of uncertainty, that's kind of what comes up, but you know, what you're pointing to 
And what kind of is the feeling for me is that there's, there's really nothing to do right now, you know? And so, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what I was reflecting on. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Greg. Welcome to the call. Hi, Greg. Hi, hi folks. Hi. You got a, got a camera there? I do. I just got okay. back from a walk, so kind of... Uh, okay. Yeah. Marina's with me, too. Oh, good, good. Any chance she can jump on another device? We're about to go into practice here shortly. Um, yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Okay, cool, cool. Hi. Hi. Give me a second. Yep, yep. Well, um... Greg, would you like to, we just kind of did a round of, of check-ins. I've talked, I did a little talk on navigating uncertainty and, and not knowing and change. Um, would you like to check in and let us know uh, a little bit about you? Sure. Um, right now I'm feeling really calm. I'm feeling really grateful, really prepared. Um, First, you know, as, as things escalated for a while, I went through a couple different stages of uh, concern and uh, rushing around and making decisions and then getting organized. And uh, now that I've made some decisions and I've uh, partnered up with Marina and we've got the things that we need to take care of, um, I'm feeling good. I'm still concerned about a lot of other people. I'm not so much concerned about myself. I'm more concerned about my family, my dad, who's elderly, uh, you know, people with business and jobs and income and, you know, stocks going crazy. It's, it's, it's been a lot of running around shuffling and getting ready <laughs> for what feels like a big storm that's coming. Um, but what it feels like is that I've battened down the hatches. I've got my, uh, supplies. I got my, my partner and, uh, I'm ready to hold space. I'm ready to hold space for others and, and to, to just to ride the storm out. I guess that's how I feel right now. Great, great, great. Um, Greg, what do you think is the, the most important quality or attribute a person could ground themselves in for what, what they're up against? Hmm. Uh, presence mm -hmm. and self-care Beautiful. really resourcing yourself and um, and then uh, yeah preparing getting ready mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. got it got it and how how do, how does um, how does getting ready translate to an attribute that's helpful to the collective Um, or is there another attribute that would be more helpful? I guess what I'm asking, is there something other than um, a preparedness that would be helpful to a person and others? 
um, you know, consciousness and being really conscious. Um, and being connected, you know, being, being in community and having, having your tribe and feeling like you've got not just the physical resources, but the emotional resources, the spiritual resources, the, the, um, yeah, the, the collective connections that you need to stay, to stay present. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Awesome. Welcome. We're going to jump into some practice here in just a moment. I'd love to hear from uh, your lovely partner. Hello, everyone. Hi. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, you want to introduce yourself real quick? Yeah, my name is Marina, and I'm from Montreal. I'm Greg's partner, so... Not my, not my partner, but Greg Rex's partner. Greg Rex's partner. Thanks for <laughs> clarifying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But if he doesn't behave, you might be my partner. <laughs> if he doesn't treat you right. No, no he's been great. Um, yeah, but it's beautiful to find, you know, and to be here with you guys tonight. Um, landing in, uh, you know, with community, landing with uh, conscious people mm -hmm. that are, you know, gathering and breathing together. Cool. Uh, with this, yeah, collective, with, the, with being aware. Nice. So, nice. Thank you. Great. Welcome. Welcome. Well, we're going to um, move into doing a breakout and we're going to uh, do a partnered exercise, a communicating and relating practice here. Okay. So um, uh, we're going to do breakouts and uh, we're going to do a practice. And the first practice is really designed to help people um, uh, clear their minds, create space, invite them to be present. And, um, you know, one of the things that that's helpful, um, you could, if you adjust your yourselves in the camera, if you can, if, if your face is in your, in your screen and you're like this, it's not really helpful for the, your partner. Okay. So you want to make sure that your screen and your head's as close to the screen so you can maintain good eye contact with your partner because we're going to do a partnered exercise. Okay. All right. <laughs> You like that, Marina? <laughs> Sticking my face up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's practice together. Oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> so as Greg talked about, you know, the beauty of this is coming together and connecting. So, you know, if you're kind of lined up in the middle of the screen and the eyes towards the top of the screen, that's ideal. All right. So I'm just going to check the room there. Oh, look at everybody. They're doing really well. Cool, cool. Um, Let's see, we've got a couple people maybe going to the bathroom. I don't know where they're at. We'll wait a second. So um, let me, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna type in the chat the instruction that we're gonna work with um, first off. And it's a very simple instruction. It's a, like I said, it's a way to just kind of clear the air and make room for deeper consciousness. Um, so if you check the chat right now, that's the instruction, okay? And if you open the chat box, you can move it around on the screen. You can put it up there in the corner. And basically the instruction is tell me something you think you should tell me, okay? So um, what it's going to look like here is that once we go into the breakout room, uh, 
you'll um, unmute yourself if you're muted, okay? And then um, the person with the shortest hair is going to give their partner the instructions, okay? So the, between the two of you, you'll have to figure out who has the shortest hair, and, and that person will give the other person the instructions first, okay? Um, yeah, Greg? I, I think you forget to hit enter because there's nothing in the, in the chat. Okay, I'll double check. Uh, nothing there. Let's see. Tell me. Okay, yeah, it went into a private, so there we go. How about that? You see it now? Yeah. Okay, great, great. Thanks for letting me know that. Um, and then um, one of the things, Greg, I know you have the glasses on for the computer and all that, but it may be difficult for your partner to really connect with you. Um, but if, uh, if it really matters to you, I would say you could wear them, but it might be a barrier for a deeper connection. So that's up to you. Um, let's see. Uh, so what I'll do is, um, Kyla, I'm going to ask that um, her and I are just going to demo it real quick, okay? And um, so if you just watch us, I'm going to demo with Kyla. Just unmute yourself. I'm here. All right. All right. So I believe I'm the one that has the shorter hair. So I'm going to go, we're going to go ahead and demo. So the person giving the instruction gives the instruction once and only once to their partner. And then their partner self-reflects. They see what arises in their consciousness and then they share or communicate that and only that to their partner. When they're complete, uh, the partner that gave the instruction, in this case, that's me, I'll acknowledge my partner with thank you and the communication cycle is complete. The roles will reverse and my partner will give me the instructions and I'll do the same thing. I'll self-reflect, I'll see what arises in my consciousness, I'll share that and only that with my partner. My partner's practicing deep uh, non-judgmental listening and uh, when I'm finished communicating, she'll only acknowledge me with thank you. I won't say you're welcome. The communication cycle is complete at that point. We'll go ahead and demo that now, all right? So I'm gonna pin you up here, and here we go. Uh, tell me something you think you should tell me. Well, while I've been listening to another, I've noticed that this like playful five-year-old self has been like activated inside of me, <laughs> and like, on the on this call i'm noticing i just want to like make faces to other people on it i just want to like talk to them and like chat with them and um like i'm i'm trying to stay focused to listen but i just feel this sense of like play that's like waking up and um i feel kind of giddy and excited thank you tell me something you think you should tell me hmm well, I'm most present to being appreciative of technology and that it can bring people together in this way. And I'm really looking forward to uh, us all practicing and then coming back together and hearing from each other. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, the night progressing. Thank you. Tell us something you think you should tell us or tell me something you think you should tell me. 
I just feel like my heart is like very open right now. And I feel really hot and sweaty. <laughs> like my whole body temperature right now is like on fire. And my hands, like my palms are really sweaty. My armpits are probably really sweaty. I just feel like really hot right now. But, um, <laughs> but I feel like the heat is coming from my heart being so open. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. Hmm. Well, I'm noticing my mind settling and I'm noticing my energy settling and in calming. I still feel playful. I still feel light. I still feel awake. Um, but I, I'm just noticing a nice settling. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. My mind is like totally blank. Like I don't really have a lot of thought going on right now. I just feel really hot. <laughs> I just feel, uh, really happy and really excited like my face just wants to smile like it doesn't really take any effort it just wants to smile um and i've been feeling that throughout the day like just dropping into this feeling and just kind of in like a more effortless um happy state of mind and um just present to uh clarity like it feels like my mind's really clear thank you all right that's it Minutes to end, we're done. We both thank each other. And um, uh, we're going to practice for me one second here. So um, this will be a 20 minute practice. Okay. I'm going to pair everybody up and hopefully. Hey, Greg. Uh, yeah. I'm really sorry. I logged out. I meant to tell you my headache is not getting any better. So I'm going to have to like leave early. Yeah, no worries. No worries. You want to check out now? Yeah. Okay. It's great to see you. I hope you feel better. Good seeing you too. Yeah, Bye. thank you. Bye. Great to Bye. see you, Ashley. You too. All right. So um, what's going to happen is we're going to do breakouts. The person with the shortest hair will give me instruction. You have the instruction. Tell me something you think you should tell me. Um, there's going to be a, uh, a timer that's gonna bring everybody back to the group. It's pretty short. I think it's only like 10 seconds. So when you see that come up, wrap up your communication as quickly as you can and thank your partner, okay? So I'm gonna go ahead and set that up now. And here we go. I'll see you guys in 20. I need to mute. <laughs>
Hello. Hi. And Laura? Is it Laura? Okay. You guys need help? Yeah, we're, yeah. Uh, we're on a video. Okay, okay. Let me uh, let me fix that. Let's see. Oh, I see what I did. Okay. Um, let me just cancel it. I'm going to have to close all the rooms and do it again. Okay, round two. Sorry about that. Let's see. Um, I'll recreate. Here we go. All right, let's give it another try. Here we go. Hi, Laura. Hi. All right. Let's see here. All right. Looks like it's me and you. How do you How do you do it? Do you just click a button? I do. Yeah. It just does it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it looks like Phil's on our our side here too. So we'll just uh, do the best we can here. Okay. Shot. Okay. See. Tell me something you think you should tell me. Hmm. Well, today I'm feeling really peaceful, um, and it's it's interesting. I, I guess there was this moment last night where I started to see some humor in certain behaviors I was doing. Um, like one thing that I did yesterday was I sort of, I blanched some onion, cabbage and carrot to freeze as a soup starter. And I was just kind of like, I was just reflecting on the humor in that behavior and where the thinking was coming from and um, it kind of brought me it kind of brought me back down and I just I kind of feel I guess the best way to say what I where I'm at right now is just like a neutrality I just feel kind of peaceful it's not like I'm indifferent but I I don't I'm not really I, I don't know how to describe it, so. <clears throat> Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. Hmm. 
Well, I'm feeling really happy that we could all be together tonight in this way. And um, it, um, I'm just really hopeful that, um, you know, that we can learn from kind of what's going on and that we can see like there's opportunities to, to connect with people um, in this way. And um, I don't know, I'm just really hopeful to, to be more connected with people. And I just love bringing people together and I love community. Tell me something you think you should tell me. Well, I've been having these moments of sort of glimpses of like something extraordinary. And I, I don't really know what it is, but it's just kind of like this, it's like this coming, this going. Um, but I saw sort of like this virtual map from outer space that sort of showed the emissions and the environmental impact. And, uh, and then it kind of showed how the sort of the virus is shutting things down. And it was like, it was like um, nature's way of just taking a break, you know, and then I was thinking today about um, all the conversations about the economy. And I was thinking, geez, well, maybe we need to think about a different sort of way to run the economy that doesn't rely on buying stuff, you know? And so it's just kind of like these glimpses of, I would say maybe possibility that are sort of coming through, um, that are sort of like, uh, just like abstract ideas. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. My mind is, is very clear and I, I just feel a lot of heartfulness. I, um, I feel like, um, I feel more open. I feel more tender than, um, than I have in a long time. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me.
guess what I'm feeling right now is um, I'm feeling really grateful that there's moments like this and that I experience throughout the day too where I just kind of, it's like it, it's just dropping into this really, really nice space and it's like um, I've really been enjoying the practice of listening and just kind of that brings me that brings me to a nice feeling and it's just um, I'm thankful that that's there <laughs> so yeah so Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. What's occurring um, to me is this feeling of love that never changes. Like it's, it, it's a love that is not conditioned, not conditional, it's unconditional love. It's just this nice feeling that is, um, could care less about circumstance or situations. It's just, it's always there. And um, I'm, I'm very present to that right now. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. medicine and um, this morning I had a friend going through a hard time and we just we hit the trails and we just laughed the whole time and we felt so much better after and all that we were doing was just kind of being in the moment and funny things happened you know I slid down a hill we made up different ideas about a farm that didn't exist and we were just being silly and it just it just is like the best medicine. So uh, I'm really thankful that um, just feeling better and I'm thankful we all we all kinda of, it just kinda of lightened it lightened everybody up a little bit. A little bit of a little bit of laughter. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me.
Well, it's just so uh, nice to be in contact with others and have that connection. And um, <clears throat> it, um, I'm just appreciative of that. It, it, it's, it's, I just find it really helpful and really human to be in connection with people like I don't know why that is. I, I, I spend a lot of time to myself. I mean, I'm around people, but I just cherish the, the, the contact with other humans. I, I just really cherish connection. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. Well, been in contact with a lot of brides that are um, going through distress as their weddings get upheaved. And it's um, communicating with a bride today who just does such beautiful work with, uh, with kids that are in distress. And it was just, it was like a really nice exchange. And... Um, I just was, I just was sort of thinking about how beautiful it is what she's offering and what she's continuing to offer. And it's like, I just am not, I don't have a lot of thoughts about how it's affecting me, um, which I'm really thankful for because I think, <laughs> I think that would be really distressing to go down that road. So it's just been I've been really thankful to just be able to engage with brides and sort of try and help help them without really worrying about my finances and stuff. So it's, I'm really thankful for that. I just, it's almost, when I reflect on it, it's almost like, I can't, I can't believe it, but it's also like, it's fine. So. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. Well, it's been an interesting couple days uh, working and parenting and homeschooling, adding homeschooling to the mix with a little guy whose school is shut down. And um, it's been really interesting, kind of fun, um, trying to create some structure and doing some homeschooling. And uh, I think we're doing pretty good so far. Uh, I noticed I was pretty tired at the end of today, just with the level of kind of quarantine-ish. And, and, um, you know, living with an 11-year-old 
uh, quarantined and homeschooling and and trying to think about work and stuff like that. Um, it's been interesting. It's been interesting. It's just different. I wouldn't say it's overwhelming. It's just different. And it's kind of neat, too, because he realizes there's not a lot of places to go, so there's not a lot of complaining or any of that. So it's kind of like um, being on a, a life raft together, you know. Um, so it's, it's really cute, really cute. And we're, we're navigating it the best we can. So that's what I was thinking. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. just been I've been having all of these beautiful little memories of my grandma the last couple of days because she's one of those people that lived through the Great Depression and when she would go to St. Carl's Jr. she'd neatly fold the bag and put it in a nice place and she she taught me to to sew clothes and we never cut the original pattern we always made a copy and just kind of like that sense of um taking care taking care of things and um, being some, somewhat methodical and it's kind of really uh how beautiful that was to me and it still is and so that's what's uh, Occurring. Thank you. Tell me something you think you should tell me. One of the things I, I really love about this practice is um, not only what I discover about myself, but how uh, much I learn about others and um, get to know them and get to feel closer to, to people. Tell me something you think you should tell me. Well, it's interesting. It's like um, there's sort of a way. I guess what I was going to say is there's a wave that you're on in this practice, and you just kind of have to ride it once it goes into a groove. Like if you're in a loving place, then you just got to stay on that groove. That's, I don't know. That's my rushed. That's my rushed. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Nice to practice with you. Yeah, you too. <clears throat> well, it looks like looks like mine gives people sixty seconds. I don't know why. 
when I get, get it with Kyla's, we got like 10 seconds to wrap up, so. <laughs> Yeah. Your friend Dennis seems really sweet. Oh, he's, he does self-contemplation. Um, that's like his MO. Oh, nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> he's wired that way. Oh, cool. Cool. He kind of, yeah, it's great. Hmm. Hello, hello. Hello. Let's see. Everybody back. All breakout rooms will close. There they are. There we are. Hi. Welcome back. How, how was that? That warning timer is useful, Greg. Thanks for that. The warning timer? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. That's why I was confused with yours. It was so short. I don't know why. I'll have to change that. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. So mine's like 60 seconds. Yours is like 10 seconds. Or yeah, 10. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, Steffi, please. Am I? Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this so much. Kim and I had such a great time. It was beautiful. Um, and Kim, please interrupt me if I share anything. I won't share any details of the content we shared, um, but interrupt me if, if you don't want me to share anything I'm sharing. Um, it was beautiful because after the first round basically we we both shared and then the second time I started I was like I'm noticing that I really enjoy this way more right now not that I enjoy this more but it was more what I felt like I need tonight mm. than a group setting so it was beautiful just noticing that in my body and my system that oh this feels actually good having a one-on-one -on -one right now yeah and it allowed us to drop deep and it was it was such a beautiful beautiful experience with kim to really be listened to and be playful in the curiosity and in the mm, so much depth and connection there was um an energetic connection we've both experienced beforehand where how we saw each other on the screen or noticed each other on the screen so it was beautiful that's great that's great um you know one of the things that i i was thinking about steffi because um you know i i'm i'm um I'm, I'm a student when it comes to online engagement but I, i'm really hoping like the connections that you're making here for those of you that are on facebook and in, in my tuesday night group I, I'm really hoping to build community that you guys what these these interactions that people feel very close in a very short amount of time and, and really gotten and heard that uh, I'm hopeful that you guys will continue to uh, engage, you know, uh, in the group and online and, and all of that. So, um, that's that's my hope, really. And, and then the other thing is. Um, 
you know, like, like Lauren's taken this practice and shared it with Kim, you know, and I hope that you'll continue to share this with other people, particularly right now where people are isolated and quarantined. Um, sometimes people just need a one-on-one, you know, in the practice. So I'm really, really hopeful that you guys will um, take this out into the world, not just here and share it with other people. That's my hopes. Thank you. Kim, did you want to add anything? Oh, we created magic. I don't know if you had sprinkled us, fairy dust, whatever it is. We had fun in there. It was, um, yeah, I don't, it's a little bit like you said, I don't know exactly how is this so different than having another conversation, but uh, that, you know, I've had 10 conversations today, but this one goes straight to the heart. So thank you for this experience. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. And, and Kim, what, what, um, what people discover is, is subtle things. They, how is it that it, it shoots straight to the heart, you know? And, and the longer people practice this, they start to get insights. They go, oh, somebody's actually listening to me. Mm-hmm. That, that matters when somebody's just listening, they're not, and they don't get to give you any feedback. And, and then, and then their listening deepens and they realize, Oh my God, I wasn't listening to my partner. I had a whole lot of thinking going on, but the process self corrects and self corrects. And, and the more it self corrects, the more of a nice feeling people get into. And, you know, I, I was talking with somebody earlier today and, you know, to me, it really looks like, um, the answer is always love. The answer is always love and understanding. And um, to be understood means to be listened to, to be gotten, to hear the essence, to hear what's underneath the words, to, to really um, meet a person with the sole purpose of understanding. And, and when people do that, they, they're really touched. Really touched, and um, so that's just one of the many layers that kind of unfold. So, very cool. Anybody else? Yeah, uh, Laura. I I love this practice, and um, but one thing I started to see tonight is that. Um, The more that uh, the more I listen to another, um, the easier it is for me to hear my own wisdom. And it seems like logically that would not work very well. Um, but they just go hand in hand. So I just think that's really beautiful and interesting in this practice. Um, that, that's all. That's great. That's great. Thank you so much. Anybody else? I see a big smile on Dennis. I'm curious what's going on over there. Dennis, anything? Let's see. So um, yeah, just some follow-up to what Laura was saying. It's just sometimes what I'm learning about myself is just that, you know, 
I'm not really focused too heavily on my capacity to listen or the importance of listening fully in, in a present way versus I mean, I'm feeling that I mean, I'm basically just feeling what Laura just said, like there's, you know, the, the power when it comes to, um, and the, um, what's the right word? It's just, I feel like I feel more connected. It's, it's bizarre. It almost doesn't make any sense from a rational perspective, but I feel more connected with my own thoughts, my own feelings, my heart, my feelings, just by listening to somebody. If I can just quiet the meaning machine and the fear, you know, the, it's just, I naturally just feel grounded as I work on my ability to listen fully. Me too. Me too. Me too. And it's, um, Dennis, it's one of the insights that I've had into this practice. And it's one of the things that, you know, um, with this other understanding I was talking about that <clears throat> uh, human beings have a tendency to uh, listen to their own thinking a lot. And in fact, they get overwhelmed with extraneous thought or figuring out thought or conceptual thought or philosophizing. And it's just, it grows and grows and grows. And the sheer fact that gifting our attention or gifting our listening to another it gives us a vacation from listening to this inner dialogue. And, and as my generous listening goes to another, I start to notice, oh, I can be listening to my own thinking or I can listen to another. Sure. And, and the more I do that, there's more space that's created within. The mind settles, which means I have a greater access to hear my own wisdom and not the noise of my mind. That's what I've discovered for myself. Beautiful. Thank you. Cool. Cool. Anybody else have anything to share? All right. Well, as I mentioned, I believe um, love is the answer is always the answer. And um, this next practice that I want to share with you all um, is a beautiful practice of opening to love. Okay. And um, I know last night, Kyla and I and uh, Lauren did this. It's a beautiful practice. I can't wait to share it with you. I'll type the instructions in the comments, but basically the instructions are this. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love, All right? And so your partner will give you that instruction. You'll reflect, you'll contemplate, you'll inquire, you'll sit. It's not, a, it's not a question to be answered. It's a consideration to hold. What, what, what occurs to me when I open to love? And I hold that consideration. I hold that inquiry. I hold that reflection and I see what wants to come through. I see what wants to come forward and something does. And then I communicate that to my partner. My communication is not limited to words alone. It can be a sound, a expression, a... 
communication is not limited to words alone. It could just be your presence is the communication itself. So communication is never limited to words. Right? So the instructions again are, tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. I'll put it in the chat now, and then we can begin. Give me a thumbs up if that worked for you guys and went into the chat. Okay, perfect, perfect. All right, stand by and I'll um, break up the rooms. And the person with the longest hair will give the instructions first this time. Okay, person with the longest hair. Let's see here. And here we go. Oh, did I do it again? No, nope, there we go. Lauren, were you sitting nearby? Laura, were you sitting by yourself? Are you there? Oh, your mute is on. Hmm. Are you there by yourself? I can't hear you, but. Um... Ready? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay, still working out the technology here. I was. I was. I was actually fine to just sit. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's play. Let's play. Hang on one sec. And yeah, if you can um, come up just a little closer or uh, turn your screen down, that's, that's ideal. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You want to give the instruction? Yes. Okay. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love? Well, I, I, what occurs to me is um, I just get okay with allowing things to be and allowing people to be, which is different than <laughs> having a, an idea about everything and having a judgment on everything and having an opinion on everything. So 
it just seems to be a lot freer and a lot a lot lighter to um, just allow things to be the way they are. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. Well, the word that just kind of popped up for me was trust. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. Well, what's coming up is it just makes everything okay. Like, if uh, as I open to love, well, of course, uncertainty is okay. If I open to love, not knowing is okay. If I open to love, change is okay. It's like everything is, everything's okay when I open to love. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. Uh, Laura, stand by one second, okay? Yeah, we lost each other, unfortunately. Okay, okay I'll try to hook you back up, okay? Hang on one, just one second. Great, thank you so much. Uh -huh. Okay, there she is. Okay, you should be good. Okay, there you are. I am back. Hi, Greg. Hi. I had to go help some people there. Shall I give you the instruction again? Sure. Okay. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. say earlier and then just when uh, when another gave me instructions and the way that they said K I just found it really like loving and sweet and just that's just what that just kind of took over what I was gonna say like just you know just something just a just a nice uh, K like it just it just you know, just like a, a sense of, um, you know, uh, love comes through that tone, you know, so um, that's, 
It's a kind of you. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. What occurs to me is um, when I open to love, I open to possibilities. And um, and I, I don't know what they are necessarily, but possibilities open when I open to love as well. So they seem to go hand in hand, love and possibility. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. What occurs to me, it's, it's such a beautiful feeling. I think what it is is I feel really taken care of. And so it seems to me that when I open to love, I have less, uh, I have less concern for myself. Um, that's, that's what it seems like to me. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. My breath deepens, uh, my body relaxes, uh, I feel more present. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. The word that comes up is miracle. I don't know why that word comes up, but just sort of the, the light in everything, kind of seeing the beauty in everything. Just going to stick with what comes up, which is lyrical. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. <clears throat> well, it seems there's a um both an aliveness and a well-being that takes over. Um, there's a restoring, there's a, a well-being, there's a healing. That's what's occurring in it. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. 
I, I think it's really funny that um, a lot of times I, I feel like I'm not open to love. And, uh, and then I tell myself, you know, why aren't you feeling more loving? And it doesn't help me feel loving at all. <laughs> and um, it's just, it's funny to me that all that's required to feel loving is just kind of settling down the mind a little bit. That's, that's it. Thank you. Tell me, what's, tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. Um, what's occurring is um, there, there's like a joy seems to wake up along with it, and um, and um, joy, pleasantness, and uh, aliveness, and a freshness. It seems like there's seems like there's a lot of things that are working on. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. What well, just, you know, it just seems to permeate everything. Even, even the breath that I'm taking right now, it just feels a little bit more, um, has more of a texture, feels a little bit more, the, the word that I want to say is it feels more sensual, but I don't mean that in a sexual way, it just feels like everything sort of takes on the flavor of love. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. Well, what occurs to me is all there is is love. And, um, and yet I have a right to pinch myself off from it. <laughs> And the more I open to it, it's just opening up to what already is. That's that's it. And um, it's just like the closing off is just an uptightedness. Uh, it's a resistance to what is. But as I open to love, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's all there is, is love.
tell me what occurs to you when you open the wall. What, what occurs to me is how many people really need this practice right now? Yeah, I just, I'm not, just kind of opens, just even thinking about that just brings me deeper into the feeling of love. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love, to the feeling of love. Can I ask again? Sure. Is it to the feeling of love? Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. I wonder, I wonder what's wrong. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. Hmm. What's occurring to me is that um, nothing really sticks in terms of uh feeling like something's a personal attack <laughs> like it's like there's just this um, impermeability of love that it's kind of like life is just whatever it throws at you it's just like water rolling off a dock like love is a superpower that um, doesn't take it personal. It has eyes for the deeper wisdom and the deeper truth. And uh, it's kind of like uh, being in the matrix, dodging bullets, you know? It's like you see everything's in slow motion. It's like, you just see things for what they are. It's not personal. That's what it looks like. That's what's occurring to me. Tell me what occurs to you when you open the love. I just, I just have this image of uh, another in my swim group that just gets so elated. Yeah. He gets so, uh, so elated 
by the littlest of things. And just everything is a everything is a reason to celebrate. And um, I just, you know, it's like I just kind of think about uh, it just kind of came to mind. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. Well, when I open to love, I'm just touched by the simplest of things, whether it be uh, children playing outside or a dog snoring. Uh, it's just, it just touches me. I just, uh, I feel it tickles my soul to hear an animal snore or a cat meow or a bird sing or kids playing or the wind in the trees or the traffic for that matter. It's just like, everything is just so beautiful. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. I'm, I'm most in touch with the feeling of love when I'm listening to you or to another. Thank you. Tell me what occurs to you when you open to love. Well, the thing that occurred to me is um, when I open to love, I just naturally chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just funny, funny. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm recalling um, uh, last night. I I went to bed and and uh, my son was saying, "Dada, you're just so relaxed. You're so chill." <laughs> I, I just love that. It was so cute. Dada, how can you so chill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's something a lot of dadas aspire to yeah yeah it was really cute really cute well thanks for practicing Laura Greg yeah that was really sweet mm -hmm. yeah. go share with other people keep, keep the love moving the world needs more love yeah so many people could use that practice. Yeah. well you know we're, we're going to continue to do it uh, online here group for a while so feel free to invite some people and we'll keep the the love chain going and keep the conversation going thanks Greg yeah thank you we didn't get to finish Dennis but thank you okay. <laughs> 
Well, welcome back, everybody. I was a, I, I uh, outdid myself. I uh, realized it's almost nine thirty, and boy, I really know how to chew up two and a half hours on a Tuesday night, don't I? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Craig. Uh, that was really wonderful. It was. Thank you, everyone, for being here. And um, I was sharing with my partner that you know the, the world needs a more love right now. And if you were touched by this at all, go share it with other people. Practice it with your loved ones, your partners. Um, it's all about opening to love. Love's always the answer. Always the answer. And, um, you know, the more I open to love, the more my mind settles. The more I drop out of my head and into my heart. And um, the world needs more love and, and more heart and more wisdom as far as I'm concerned. So I hope you'll pass the torch with your, um, with uh, the people that you come into contact this week. Uh, I'd love to just do a quick check out. I'm going to go around here. I'm going to unmute you and I just love to hear your closing thoughts. I'm going to start with Kenny. Kenny, uh, your closing thoughts here tonight. You might need to unmute yourself. I tried to unmute you. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, my closing thoughts are just feel really nice and connected, full with love, generosity, um, clarity, understanding. And I'm going to sleep well tonight. Nice, nice. Great. Thanks, Kenny. Thank you, Greg. Uh, Lauren, you're next. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, my closing thoughts are I have to say thank you to Kenny. I just really loved our practice today and just hearing hearing from you and <clears throat> just in general, just feeling like really grateful for this group and for you, Greg, as well for hosting it and for my mom for showing up. Um, I know she wasn't really feeling like coming on, but it's fun seeing and sharing this with her as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Laura. Well, thank you, Greg. Oh, my pleasure. It's such a really nice experience. Um, I think what's interesting is that when we started, um, my mind was much more busy. Uh, and uh, it's a lot quieter now. Yay. <laughs> you know, this feels really nice. So uh, just thank you, everybody. Uh, I, think, I think that's it for me. Cool, cool. Thank you, Laura. And uh, just to, you know, kind of piggyback on, on, on Laura, I had an opportunity to practice with Laura. Um, if we could just learn to acquire a taste for the nice feeling we're in instead of jumping out of it and trying to figure out shit, that'd be, that'd be really helpful to the world. It would be really helpful to each of us. So, um, you know, when you, when we end the call tonight and you go straight to bed or whatever, start to have more respect for the feeling that you're in rather than, having to figure things out or being concerned about what's going on in the world. 
sustain the feeling the best you can. Kyla, speaking of feeling, uh, closing thoughts? Yeah. Thank you, Greg. Oh, I love you. Yeah. <sighs> okay, my closing thoughts. I absolutely love this prompt of opening to love. Like, that's what's been so present for me this week is anytime I get caught in worry or concern at all, it's the answer is open to love. It's just like, that's the only practice I'm now <laughs> playing with. And so um, I'm just noticing, like you're saying, it's what it's allowing me to do is come back to grounding. And so if I get out of it at all, I just open to love and then I'm back in my grounding. And more and more, I'm just feeling this excitement to stay in that feeling because I'm so present that I know what to do next. I know what to say next. And I'm just feeling like, creativity is like unleashing like after this call i'm like i i was just telling steffi i want to chat with her i have all these ideas i want to like i've been staying up till one in the morning like writing my ted talk like just stuff starting to come out um i feel like my right writer's block is like kind of being released so um i just really appreciate you so much greg for for being in my life um and for hosting this awesome awesome thank you kyla yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. Um, closing thoughts. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I can echo on what you just said, just basking in the feeling of love and not the words is where, where I want to be the takeaway. And yeah, I'm going to savor that the rest of the night. Beautiful. It's good to see you on the call. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me here. Of course, of course. Anytime. I hope to see you again. Good night. Good night. Dennis, you want to unmute yourself there? Closing thoughts, insights? Yeah, I thought this was a really, it was incredibly helpful. Well, that was really, yeah, it was great just to be present with someone that could be so open and it's, it's I'm realizing the power again the, you know what happens when I'm in a state of listening and the person I'm speaking to is in a full state of listening and um, it feels like a reset button was pushed I mean I just been completely obsessed with watching the news and how the current state of affairs is going to affect my personal you know my business my life and then what my role in all this is that I'm doing my part as well. Now I'm feeling like I'm in a place where I can actually just put the mind to rest at least for a little bit and just, and, and feel what's beneath the thoughts, I guess. Beautiful. Beautiful. The world needs that right now. You know, that turning off of the mind and coming to the heart and, uh, that's the answer right there, you know, at least for me. Yeah. Thank you, Dennis. It was lovely to meet you. I'm really happy that you're here. Thank you. Steffi? Oops. <laughs> there you go. Um, I 
I don't think there's a lot of words that I'm saying or that I want to close with right now. My body is just really wanting to move all the beautiful whatever's there and it was beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Kim and Greg, yeah, and everyone in the room that created this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for participating and bringing your lovely energy into the circle here. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Greg Rex. Hmm. Um, yeah, this, the, the practice, Maureen and I do some similar practice and um, it was interesting. Was it, a, I don't know, maybe it was a coincidence or maybe you did it intentional, but her and I were matched up both times. And it felt like when I was expecting some random, you know, meeting someone new, it was my beloved every time. And it felt like a date night with a group of people that were kind of like observing in. And we had these really deep, you know, connections that's really helpful for our, um, for our relationship. And on a personal note, so the interpersonal stuff was really deep and juicy. And we, we got to hear each other and connect with each other in a really beautiful way. And on a personal note, I was just observing how the way this process is set up by me giving my, my mind has a rule that I can't say anything that I can just say, thank you. And that rule um, really created that space of just presence and listening and not going into any other mode of, you know, fixing or I could just just receive and have no other responsibility to just receive and to hear and um, and I did feel what other people were talking about is that in that spaciousness of not thinking of just receiving and, and being whatever was natural to come up when it was my time to share was super clear and authentic and 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 coming from a deeper deeper source mm -hmm. Wow, I love what you're seeing. That's really beautiful. Really beautiful, Greg. Thank you. And I'm so, so happy you could be here with us tonight. Thank, Thank you. you. Kim, closing thoughts? Uh, so let's see. Um, it's happiness. Uh, yeah, it's a, a really good sense of well-being, peace of mind. Um, it was everything. It was like if you're going to do every layer you could wish for, it was deep, deep connection. It was playfulness. It was, and we had tears. It, it, like, I don't know. It everything. You're breaking up a little bit, but I can I can feel the love. You said we opened the love. It was like all the, all the parts of life, mm. all the vibrancy of life, mm -hmm. and that's what we got in this. You're breaking up there, Kim, but yeah. you got the essence. I'm, I'm feeling the love of you. I'm feeling the... the I'm 
Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, really beautiful. Well, uh, thank you all for being on the call tonight. Um, when I have the gatherings here, usually I, I put out a little uh, bowl. It's donation only. People can feel free to leave a donation. It's never required. But um, I thought since I was doing this, I'm going to put something in the comment section. And I have a little PayPal button. If you feel called to leave a donation, you're welcome to. Don't feel obligated. But, you know, a part of me uh, with what's going on right now, too, is I want to inspire the rest of you. We're here serving the world, and the world's changing, and we need to be more um, creative in how we're offering our gifts to the world, but we also need to be open to receiving as well. So I'm, uh, I'm putting this out there. Uh, there's a couple PayPal links, and then my Venmo address is there. Again, don't feel obligated if you, if, you, if you feel like contributing, wonderful. It's also um, for me to go ahead and put out there and ask, okay? So um, that's uh, what I'm, I'm practicing. And uh, I hope you'll take the lead and continue to practice as we move into a new world and um, learn how to navigate uh, business and being of service in the world. So. Again, there's no obligation whatsoever. Um, if you feel called, click one of them and, and that'll take you to PayPal. But um, you all have been very wonderful tonight. I really appreciate you uh, uh, being here. And I hope you'll uh, join us again uh, on our, our Tuesday gatherings. We meet the first three Tuesdays of the month. And I believe next week will be the fourth, so we won't be meeting next week. I don't have anything scheduled, uh, but we'll be meeting the first of the following month. I think that my math is right. I always post things in the Facebook group, so if you're if you're not on the Facebook group, um, let's see. I'm uh, I don't have the link handy here, but it's um, uh, Living Truth with Greg Klaumanser. Living Truth Conversations That Change Lives. So please stay connected and um, I keep people posted on uh, the events and when the next one is available. That's it for tonight. Thank you so much. Namaste. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Namaste. Good night.